Who wants to get funky tonight? Everything you've heard is a lie. Everything you know is a fantasy. The only truth is the Super Emotion Podcast. Ask me if I give a shit. All right. Monster fans, uh, we are here again uh, with another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast, diving into the third Gamera film, Gamera versus Gauss. <laughs> How do you say it? I don't know. It, yeah, it was kind of like a Gauss kind of Gauss, thing. Gauss. Yeah. I always... Uh, on the co- cover, it's got it spelled like G-Y-A-O-S. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if you looked at any of like the promotional extra features on the disc, but it yeah. seems like... All of the older releases have it as just G A O S. So I think that's the U S spelling, but I'm not sure. I didn't look into it, so yeah, <laughs> I don't honestly know. But the uh, I did know. I, maybe you looked into this as well. But the uh, if you remember the second Gamma movie, it was like Gamma versus Barugan, but it had like a fucking battle of the monsters subtitle or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. There was something i don't remember that. exactly what it was but this one has one too and they didn't put it on the subtitles oh sad um but it it translates to uh basically kaiju battle so giant monster battle um uh <laughs> well fuck i fucked it up it's like giant giant monster mid-air battle <laughs> Or translate to like dog fight, midair dog fighters, some shit like that, mm. because I, uh, they both can fly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun with that. I, the, one of the other the foreign titles, the German one, had like a little subtitle. It was like Frankenstein's Battle of Monsters or something. Oh, shit. It was like what the hell? Like oh, I, I put it fuck. in. I just saw this poster of it it was just like frankenstein i'm like what <laughs> so i just immediately like threw it into google Translate, oh, wow. and it was wow. just like so the the subtitle like translates to something like giant oh, monster wow. battle of like frankenstein's giant monster <laughs> battle or something i'm like what <laughs> how the fuck they get frankenstein in there i don't know but wow it, it was a hilarious little <laughs> moment when it was like, what are you doing i don't whatever i That's... guess it's marketing but <laughs> wow weird um, so yeah, this is the third Gamera movie, 1967, uh, return of the original, uh, director, Noria- Noriaki Yuasa, I think uh, is his name. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. Sounds, I'm looking around about like, right. yeah, I'm, like <laughs> I'm looking around like I'm going to find it, but yeah, I can't check the pronunciation without the spelling <laughs> here. So. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's his name. Um, he directed the first one and, uh, did some work on the second one, but they, they, um, I remember the the story being he was a unproven director, and they right. he volunteered to make the first one, and then when that was a success, they said, "Oh no, we got to get a vet, <laughs> we got to get an old guy to make the second one." But he's back. Um, yeah, that that might explain why we have the uh, return of the kid and the older sister with mysteriously vast age gap between them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is this is true. I didn't even consider that, but yeah, this is the return of the the kid, kid Gamera fan. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know if he's the same kid. I, I would definitely say he's, he's not the same I think kid. He's a different kid. I can't remember the name. I think the first one was like Tobio or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe remember I'm mixing that up with something. But. I just remember he's he's got his little turtle Peewee. Yeah, uh, Chibi. I've, yeah, I think it's a different kid. I'm pretty sure but. it's a different kid. Um, Certainly a different actor, but... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's supposed to be the same character either. No, I don't think so. I don't think they're that... At first, I kind of thought so, because he just has this built-in love of Gamera. Yeah. And so I was kind of thinking, oh, it's just like, like, is it the first kid? Is he just, like, remembering his fun adventure with the first yeah. Gamera they, film? They and, don't like, explain this kid's love of Gamera, really. It's just Yeah, like... that's kind of why I was thinking <laughs> it might be the same kid as just then you wouldn't have to explain it because you already had the first movie. To, so. Yeah, yeah, but, that, w- that would make sense, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, they just kind of ran with it. Yeah, I mean, he sees Gamera and he's just like, oh, Gamera! <laughs> and you just, okay, yeah, kids love Gamera, I guess. Yeah, I can I can see this building up to being Gamera, the friend of children everywhere, which is 
his whole thing. <laughs> it's is where it's going, yeah. You know, I I know that is where it goes as a franchise that he is a, a yeah. friend of children everywhere. I have heard that, and uh, I just thought like, oh yeah, there's that kid in the first movie, and there's this kid here, but apparently it it uh, spirals into something more. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> if 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 memory of distant, vague yeah. MSD3K episodes are are holding up. Did you remember anything about this one? No, I think this one must have been one I didn't see. All right. Because I, I don't remember anything about it specifically. So I think nothing. you'd remember yeah. at least uh, Gios <laughs> with his uh, very unique design with this, you know, for fucking sharp angles and weird face yeah, and, and, and it is, it, his, his flapping wings and, you know, the wind of his wings. His weird fire extinguisher I don't know, nipples? What I mean? Yeah, he's <laughs> <Just laughs> fucking <laughs> shooting the yellow mist out of his nipples. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, At first I thought it was his blood, because like, when it first shows up, Gamera's like bashing into him with his spiky shell, and uh-huh. you're just like, oh, he's like, is, he, is Gamera just tearing him up? Is he just spraying blood? And then it's yeah. like, no, it's something else, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, but there's that one shot where it's just like he's standing there with his arms out and he's just shooting it out of his nipples. And it's like, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gamera part three. Let's do this. <laughs> so um, the story of this movie, this movie uh, begins with uh, earthquakes and volcanoes are you know, seismic activity. And Gamera um, decides to take a little vacation inside of a, of a, <laughs> a volcano. As he is wont to do on yes, occasion. He yes, just, you know, He likes chilling in a lava bath. He likes that, uh, you know, it's like a regular turtle likes to sun himself. Yeah. It's bask a, in the sun. Gamera needs a little more. He's, <laughs> right. he's a bigger turtle. He needs more than a little <laughs> lamp in, a, in an aquarium. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes inside <clears throat> the... Uh, volcano and i don't remember how gios appears i do remember now yeah it's yeah the first time you see him you just kind of he kind of pops out and eats that reporter guy yeah well i think was that the first time or was the first first time time you see him yeah because before that you see they show like the 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 cave thing and there's like green light And then he starts shooting the ray out. And I don't think you've seen him at that point. No, you just see the laser popping out. And you're like, what is this? Yeah, and then it fucking... There's like a helicopter. And it slices the helicopter. And like literally slices it in half. (laughs) Incredibly. Yeah, that was was quite impressive. And all the poor guys just falling out of the the helicopter. (laughs) Because, you know, (laughs) just being in a doomed helicopter wasn't good enough. They had to fall out now, too. <laughs> yeah, there, there was some fun stuff with that little ray chopping things in half. It was amazing, like yeah. all of the stuff that it cut in half. I was just like, I oh my god, I couldn't believe it. it and of course, my favorite was the car. That just, the car was great. Yeah, <laughs> just kept driving down the road like it was <laughs> a freaking cartoon. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he must not have cut it all the way through because he didn't cut the axles because it yeah, was, cause still had all four wheels. There, so it was kind of like okay, <laughs> like whatever. We're just gonna grab the guy and keep driving and taking pictures, <laughs> which I also loved. That whole scene was just yeah, uh, very entertaining. Yeah, no, it was very <clears throat> fun, very fun. Um, Still had the wonderful opening of Gamera climbing out of a pit and going, yeah. and then the Gamera title pops up. Yeah, and, again. And they, yeah. and they did it for the end, which I loved, too. They did. Where he, he pops up, and instead of the beginning, it's the end. <laughs> it's like, Gamera! <laughs> well, and then after the end, you get a little song, too. Yeah, that song was... A fucking... I, I wish they'd subtitled it. I was also thinking that as well, because you're saying, oh friend of children and i'm thinking maybe this song is like the gamera friend of children theme song or something there i know he does have a theme song okay that is children singing and i don't think this is it okay but or at least it's not the one from the mst3k episode they parody a lot yeah okay so there is one that he that MSD3K did their whole little a whole little parody of yeah this whole weird little song of their own to 
match the tune and everything. But whether that <laughs> may be changed in the dub, maybe the dub version is just... It's possible, yeah. No, I didn't... This one has... Um, the DVD has two distinct English dubs. Hmm. Um, the original one from 67 um, that they produced, American International put together. And then in the 80s, it was re-released... Uh, to like video and stuff, and I guess they did a new dub. Mm. And I didn't check the song on either of them. Mm. So that's something to go back and look at. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really have the time to do much with it. Yeah. And I just checked the little publicity still shot photo mm-hmm. gallery, and and there was a, a little cross section of Gauss. You know what I loved about that <laughs> is it's in the fucking movie too. <laughs> Like, did oh, you? It, it, th- there's like a whole big thing about it where they're talking about Gios's anatomy. Yeah, they have like a little like <laughs> yeah goofy like almost child drawing one. Yeah, and they show him, and he's got. They're like talking about how he has this fucking two spines and a yeah, forked yeah. fucking throat and shit to create these sound waves, <laughs> which is what the the laser the 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 ray is. It's actually like a yeah. ultrasonic fucking. <laughs> <laughs> cutting ray like uh i really i like it, it, it was it was a lot of fun just goofy random sci-fi-ish yeah madness but i was i was just happy to see the the cross section because the dvds uh had previously had the a booklet with the little cross section of the guys right and, right. and we had <clears> noticed that it wasn't in yeah. this one and so i was that like was... oh man but um but they delivered one that um because the one that's in the movie, when they've got it like up on the projector, it's like this goofy like child drawing yeah. almost. But there's one that's like, it's like the Gamera ones, like the ones from the previous. Yeah, I saw movies. that one too. It's like in yeah, that still it's so it's so low resolution though; it's hard uh, to make out. It was like a. Yeah, I could probably find maybe there's a better one on the internet. But yeah, anytime I never understood the reason for the photo gallery on a DVD. I mean, I get the reason it shows photos, but they always do it like as these little tiny things in the right. middle of the screen. And it's just like, you can't fucking read that. And that yeah. one has like little, yeah, uh, little text descriptions to go to the everything. And Yeah. There were some that I could read that he had some weird thing. Like he had poison claws. I didn't know. He oh, had really? Poison claws. Wow. Um, but he, he's got poison. Wow. Um, apparently like, the horns on in the little tips of his wings are like radar detectors oh, or something. Oh, I was like, oh that. wow, he's got like all these little tiny little details wow. that it's talking about. That was that's cool. The thing with the ray, <laughs> I mean, we've we've established in previous Gamera episodes that I get sad <laughs> when Gamera <laughs> is being attacked. And when the fucking, the first real, I mean, you see the Ray cut a fucking helicopter and little planes and stuff. And that, you know, that's affecting. But when he started chopping off Gamera's hand, his arm, (laughs) cutting into his arm, I was just like, I was, (laughs) I was squirming. I was like, no. (laughs) I thought he was going to cut his fucking arm clean off. I did too. I was just waiting for it to fall off. And I was like, like... I was waiting in horror. I did not (laughs) want to see Gamera lose a fucking arm. And thankfully, Gamera is, the strength of Gamera prevailed. And he wasn't able to actually saw through his entire arm. But Jesus Christ, that was a harrowing moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a couple other little moments like that too. Oh man, and the, that was definitely the the most like oh shit. Yeah, that was hardcore, and it's fucking gory too. Like yeah, Gamera's like, green blood is just fucking going everywhere. Yeah, and then even when he's like healing under the the ocean, <laughs> it's just like this cloud of blood yeah. just pooling all around him. I lo- I love how 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 just uh, <laughs> fucking copious the blood is in this. <laughs> Every t- every time there's just like uh, like when he Gamera fucking grabs his foot and right. like bites his it's fucking like... foot off. There's just like blood fucking going everywhere. <laughs> like at first I was just like, oh oh, oh I, I see some blood on it. Like they put some blood, and then I realized like the water is turning purple. Yeah, like... I'm like oh shit, they're really pumping that stuff out. Yeah, turned the water purple. Holy shit, it's it's just super fun. Yeah. 
I really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and just rips his toes off. That was that was fucking awesome. Yeah, and they just find him on the beach. Just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's his toes. Those big giant toes. I know. <laughs> uh, and then there's the miniatures. The miniatures the miniature sets. Man, the miniatures are fucking great in this one. Yeah, there was, there was one shot that I think it was the first, at least where I noticed the miniatures uh, on, yeah. a, on a ground set. Like, yeah, obviously like the helicopters and planes and stuff. I think were before then, but right, it was like they just have this police car going down the street, and I'm like, you could have just filmed any old police car going down the street. <laughs> I mean, I knowing that you know right. it was for the, more was going to happen there than just that, but it was yeah. just like that was the first scene was just. There's a car driving down the like, <laughs> It's like, did you really need to build a miniature set for that? Like, <laughs> I think that's the one that I... Because there's one where there, it's it's a shot of the cop car like driving over a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one that like really made me sit up and like, fuck, that's a dope-ass model. Look at that <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's... Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't even consider why they would build it. I just was uh, marveling at it. Yeah, it I think... Uh, at some point, they destroy it. I'm sure. I don't. Yeah, remember. I think. Uh, I think that set is like the main area where a lot of the battles take place. Yeah, it's, it's definitely that little um, amusement park where Gamera lets off the little kid on the carousel. That and, shit is cool too. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where the little like rotating thing they try and make Gauss dizzy on. And yeah, they have that on the on the hotel for some yeah, reason. So the I, top I, of the hotel. Revolves. I think that's all in that same miniature set. So that would make sense. Yeah. Because I'm sure they didn't just have this one shot of a car going over the bridge and make an entire set just for that <laughs> one just shot. Destroy it. <laughs> and then no. Just like, eh, who cares? Moving on. I feel like if they're building a miniature in Japan in the late '60s, no matter what movie it was for, <laughs> they probably smashed it with a giant fucking kaiju and put it in a movie. Like, I, yeah, I just imagine. Yeah, like, I can I can see them making this whole elaborate set, filming a movie that doesn't destroy it at all, and then just being like, "We're gonna make a kaiju film. We need to, right, right. to grab that set. Let's stomp on it." <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some of it was for other things too. I mean, yeah. not, I, I mean, this whole movie is revolved around this set, like the revolving hotel. Yeah, thing I think that was probably that. made specifically for I, this. I would imagine, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it. It was. I also kind of noticed they did a really good job of like the miniatures matching up with what the live action. Like they, yeah, they were just yeah. everybody hops in this jeep or something, and drives down the street, and then they show a miniature of it. It's like it's that same fucking jeep, right. but it's a little miniature, and then it like gets to the destination, and they're back to the real thing of them hopping out of the jeep. You're like, it's like yeah, no, the cuts between the the miniature and the real stuff is always really well done. I thought yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was all nicely handled. I mean, obviously. We noticed it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's that's, clearly that's the thing. Like, I I never feel like that kind of those kind of effects. I don't feel like they're trying to fool you. I just feel like they're trying to, um, like they're just continuing the narrative, like just... an alley oop. They're throwing the ball to your anim- your imagination, and then you're just like, yeah, okay, <laughs> this is a little bit bigger than than whatever you know. Because if they just showed a car driving around a corner, it's not the same as like showing this whole landscape of a little town and everything. Right. Um, whereas, like, some some effects are definitely trying to fool you and make you think, like, oh, it's real, like the fucking the stomach shit in Videodrome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're supposed <laughs> to think that's really going out going on. Right. At some point, you're just using the tools that you have to present the best image of your narrative. Right. And sometimes you're going to see the seams on it, and you just have to accept that and yeah, just do the best you can with it. There's so. there's part of me that feels like older movies, like an older audiences, weren't as uh, concerned with seeing the seams. Yeah, I mean, but. I don't like I feel that and I want to why I want that to be true but I don't think it's actually true because then you 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 go into like situations where there's 50s movies like uh fucking Forbidden Planet which is like 
really high level special effects and it's was a big movie and then you have like the ed wood movies <laughs> roughly around the same time where it's just like a little tiny flying saucer on a fucking fishing rod and you can clearly fucking see that it's a dude like bouncing it around and like those movies were not like liked in the same way so i definitely there there was some degree of of quality expectations that's at least on some level i mean yeah and i think there there's something i've heard about cg and that we've kind of gotten used to it and we've been trained to recognize it because we've seen so much of it. We've figured out what the cues are for it. And so I think maybe there's some of that with older special effects too, that if you've never seen this or you have that over time, you get more acclimated to it and noticing what distinguishes it from uh, the real deal. That's true. Like little kids probably just would watch something like this and, maybe not recognize certain things like especially with cg and stuff that's a little right right i don't want to say better but like um a a more realized vision of something you know i don't know i don't know how to say what i'm trying to say yeah and and gamera was primarily for kids it was you know meant to be a yeah kids kind of movie it it does seem kid friendly i mean the gore i don't know but (laughs) I mean, I was always fine with the gore when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I, so. I think Japan has a lot less uh, concern about that. Yeah. I I know most of anime is kind of aimed at kids even when... There's a lot of anime that are just like... You would think are much more mature in yeah. their intended audience. And then it's just like, no, that was thrown out on like a kid's thing. You're like, the fuck? Oh, okay. <laughs> but, they, so, throw, they have like a lot of gore and stuff? Um, gore, like sexual content, like yeah. is in, like there's always in anime some weird like sex jokes going on right. and stuff. It's like just in practically any anime, no matter how young it's aimed, it's just gonna <laughs> wow. somehow have weird, bizarre sexual situations that you're like, wait, that was for kids? Like, what? <laughs> like, but huh? Okay. So it, there's and going back into the '60s, I don't know. It's who knows what the Right, right. You know, culture shift going on from that. So, hmm. but yeah, I mean, I think that's why Gamera is sort of this uh, friend to children everywhere, is because it that was part of its uh, target audience was yeah. to be for children. So it was trying to be this kid friendly thing. And that's true. I wonder if they cut out some of that <laughs> fucking violence though <laughs> when they put it in uh, in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they may have. They may have not. I don't know. But Maybe. I feel like American people, especially in the 60s, like, <laughs> some of that shit is pretty hardcore, even for, like, like adult 60s movies. Not that it's, like, gruesome, but it's just, uh... <laughs> yeah, you... you... You see him rip the toes off. Yeah, you, you I mean, see he's his just arm like, just Arr. cut open and just yeah. spurting blood everywhere. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I, maybe they get around it by having the blood be like blue and green. Yeah, and yeah, pink it's definitely and not red. So that might have something to do with it too. <laughs> that's true. That's just true. The coloring, but yeah, no, they get around that a lot of times to get uh, PG thirteen. Yeah, you were mentioning R. that with uh, yeah. other stuff too. Like they'll do like not red blood to. And then it's fine. It's fucking PG thirteen. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got some really weird rules sometimes. Yeah. they're just like arbitrary distinctions that you could easily get around. And I remember something like that with with uh, the House of the Dead game, the Sega game, the Light Gun mm-hmm. game. Something about like it couldn't have red blood, and then they had to make it green. Or was the maybe that was Mortal Kombat? Like Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo couldn't have red blood, some shit, and it's the same fucking shit. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just like weird. we changed the color, so now it's okay. Yeah, like now it's not blood. It's, now it's yeah. I what? <laughs> I feel like it's the same. I don't know. It's like you stab a guy and, and liquid comes out. What is that other than blood? You know, right, it's kind of yeah. like. Like no, it's sweat. <laughs> I think that's what the the Mortal Kombat thing was. It was clear, kind of, and so it was supposed to be like they said it was supposed to be sweat. 
It was just like, no. That's so weird. Oh, okay. Well, Gamera. Um, so, in terms of the Gamera series, mm-hmm. this is the third one. Do you think this one is uh, at the same level as the other two? Um, I think it's it's kind of... I mean, it's it's in some ways just more fun. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to compare. Like each of these three movies has been very different in certain ways. Yeah, like I the guess first so. one is is a lot more of a like a sci-fi like like social commentary almost. Yeah, and that kind of isn't in the second one. But the second one is like a very like narrative. It has this you know yeah they have that whole adventure thing. Arc, and, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's it's. It's a very different kind of film, and, right. and partially because, like, he's had a different director. Yeah, uh, got got that one, and now we're back to the first director. But now it's just he's not trying to make this social commentary kind of thing. He's right. just like making this fun camera. Yeah, this one adventure. is. It, so it's, there's a lot of fun to this one. So it's a it's kind of a weird one to compare. It's like what you know is is it a better movie? It, I guess it's better at just being an action movie. Yeah. But it's not as good at being a social commentary movie. It's not as good at right. being a uh, elaborate like a story arc to it. It's just so it's it's like all three of these movies have had completely different objectives in yeah. what they're trying to do with the story. So it's kind of hard to say like this is better or worse uh, than the others. But if you had to say, <laughs> no, well, I'll say, um, I think the first one is the best one because it's, it's a quality movie. Um, and I think the second one is better than this one for some reason. Um, just like, I feel like I had more fun with the second one, but yeah. when I think about the monster of the second one compared to the monster of this one. There's a lot of fun stuff with this one where it's just like, oh yeah, this this guy flies and he's got the fucking death ray slicing shit up. I don't know. Yeah, it's and kinda... so it was hard for me to to choose because I think this is not as good, but then I think like, well, I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, there's certain things where it's like, I like this movie yeah. better than the other two because it does this, but at the same time, I'll look back and be like, well, but I like the second movie better because it had this yeah. you know, adventure jungle exploration thing that was really cool. And then I was like, well, but the first one had this cool stuff too. Like, it's kind of like, right, I don't right. know. Like, it's kind of hard to... I feel, I think the second one is better than this one for me just because there's some really good... <laughs> moments of gamma like punching that fucking thing in the <laughs> yeah, face yeah, that, that is a great thing um so like i really enjoy that that you know and it, he doesn't really punch this guy in the face ever no he does kind of <laughs> but he does pick up that rock and just chuck it <laughs> right into his fucking mouth I'm yeah like, dang camera needs to be on the freaking baseball team or something <laughs> like, an arm man and speaking speaking of when he picked up that rock did you notice that fucking hand that they shot? The Gamera hand? It was like four regular fingers and a thumb. Gamera has like a full-on like human hand. Yeah, you know, I hadn't I hadn't thought to count that on the monsters. And, it was nuts. It was Gamera was just grabbing the thing. I'm like, Jesus, that's no turtle hand. That's a, that has fingers and a thumb. <laughs> fucking Gamera is the next evolution. Yeah. <coughs> Although to speak to uh the turtle that my brother owned it, you could definitely tell it had fingers or i mean there was webbing between them because yeah was a, yeah it was a water turtle but yeah um you could definitely tell it, it had little fingers but it, it had it had huge claws too it was right actually kind of surprising but yeah i'm trying to think, don't of, think of turtles as claws but that thing had claws <laughs> i'm trying to think of laura had a turtle and i can't remember what the feet really looked like i remember kind of like the claw thing and and they're being like defined, um, like phalanges or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like not fingers so much as, but just yeah, definitely but you could, defined. You could segments. tell structurally there yeah. was there were digits right. on the end of it. So. And that like thing that it could, it could bend or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it could swim. It could, and yeah, so. and it was it was kind of using it more as like a flipper kind of a thing. Yeah, but you could see that there were were joints in there that it could. Uh, but Gamera had with. like yeah. full on fingers. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. He was. He's. He's definitely. He uh, gra- that's what ha- allowed him to grab that rock and chuck it like he did. Yeah, directly. Yeah. And, and into you know, his I'm kind of remembering now the sucker punch from Baragon, yes. where he's like, <laughs> that fucking sucker. <laughs> just punch. does the grab, and he's like you're clawing through the dirt as he does it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, and there's he's definitely got hands. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember if Gauss had like five fingers and a thumb but he was definitely grabbing people and picking them up too he did, he did that a couple that's of times. right that's right he was he just reached people. out and grabbed and, yeah and, and just started he just noshing on started him. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great he was just the shot of his mouth just like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> i was hoping that they would they would like splash like giant blood coming yeah, out i kept of expecting mouth. like blood to just start running out the side but oh that's too gruesome i guess that, that would have been yeah then they'd have had to have like red blood. Yeah, it would have that's been true. Like, yeah. That's true. It would so. have to be red. So, yeah. Speaking of, I love the, the fake blood that they do at the end, like the fake human blood, and it's all like pink or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. They lure they lure Ga- Gauss with the <laughs> with that fucking blood sprayer or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what the heck is it spraying in the air? Yeah, and it was all pink. That's true. Yeah. I, that great shot of Gauss just like chugging it. And like, go, go, <laughs> yeah. Go, go. <laughs> yeah, this one is pretty fucking fun. Um, yeah, I, got, I mean, his his death ray is actually like useful. Like Barugan had, like he used it a couple of times and it like backfired all the time. That's true. Yeah, just, like, I remember being kind of disappointed with it and on that end of just like. You got this cool death ray, but it can't do anything. Right? No, <laughs> it was, it was like, only very specific cases it could kind of work but most of the time yeah it was just pointless yeah and, and, he, and didn't he have some kind of ice thing too yeah he could like spray ice out of his tongue yeah that was cool that and was, that was uh, cool because like that's gamma's thing he, he didn't... yeah that was a, a fire and yeah, ice kind of fire and ice I, I feel like there was you know there were some good concepts in there that yeah that i felt like just didn't get as realized as i thought they could have right so i was a little disappointed in the second film for that and this one i feel like Gauss was realized as yeah. this this badass opponent of Gamera yeah to, yeah well he was that, he had like the the we talked about the the nipple gas yeah the, but that that yellow fucking gas that came out of his nipples was uh, kind of like a flame retardant yeah thing and that it kind of like the yeah he kind of stopped camera from flying fucking, and, yeah he had to wash it off in the water which I felt. I kind of felt like Gamera was leading Gauss <laughs> to the water because uh, Gamera, being a turtle, you know, and yeah, he's, he's, from the ocean, you know, he's this got is that like, advantage there. Yeah, yeah, he's got the home field advantage, and that's where he uh, where he did some damage. <laughs> he that's where fucking, he got the toes. Yeah, yeah, he lured him up and then just <laughs> held his fucking toe. His hand, uh, he held his foot there until the sun rose. Yeah, just uh, that was that, that was. I don't know, it was good stuff. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and and something else that makes this film uh, special to me anyway, is yeah. that this is the first time we see Gamera fly without the spinning, where he's just, yeah, he tucks yeah. his legs in and flies with I, the arms yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to mention that. And that's kind of how I remember Gamera fighting a lot, or flying around yeah. a lot, is with that. And This so is where he like, learned how to do it? Yeah, or, he, or, he learned yeah. to do this fighting Gauss, so that's like this right. special thing. He's like, oh, well, the first time he flies without spinning is when he, the yeah, he kid... Yeah, he gets the kid on him. And he saves the kid. Yeah, so he doesn't spin. Right. So it's like he's he's learning to fly in this film better, instead yeah. of just like bouncing around like a ping pong ball. <laughs> <and just like. laughs> yeah, he's, he's leveling up his flying. Yeah, um, so... Uh, yeah, so I feel like like he saved the kid, and then he purposefully didn't spin because he knew like okay, I can't spin because there's a kid. Yeah. And then later he flies with just the back legs, so he can f- just sort of shoot, shoot out, forward, yeah. right? And so that got me to thinking about the spinning itself, <laughs> and like he chose not to spin when he knew that he couldn't spin. So to me, logically, that means that Gamera enjoys the spinning. <laughs> he just does it because he wants to. Right. Like, he doesn't need to do it. He just enjoys it. It's just, how does Gamera have fun? He flies around and fucking spins around. He's like, wee! Yeah. He's just <laughs> having a good time. So 
Uh, yeah, you know, you, you got a point there. I mean, <laughs> you're a giant turtle. You can't go to the movies. You can't right. play video yeah. games. What are you going to do? You got nobody else to like play baseball or yeah. hopscotch or you whatever. You don't got a buddy. Yeah. What are you going to do with your time? All the other giant monsters are trying to fucking slice your arms off and yeah. kill you, freeze you. And, right, you know, exactly. You know, what are you going to do? You just got to spend. Just... Yeah. The, f- the kids are his friends, so he's friendly to the kids. But, uh, you know, I'm sure Gamera would like a little, uh, little monsterly friend. And maybe he gets one later on. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Ga- uh, Godzilla got yeah, a son. Yeah, gets some friends. Godzilla got a son and some friends and yeah, stuff. So. I think in later movies he's kind of like sort of allies with Mothra, isn't he? Or I don't know. Honestly, like I know my knowledge of those Godzilla movies was is like locked in my childhood eight, vault fucking the... eight-year-old brain. Yeah. That <laughs> I haven't really seen any of them except for the first one since then. So Yeah, well... We'll have to get around to them someday. Yeah, no, I do want to get into those. I know, I know at some point they build a, a, a giant robot the size of Godzilla, and they team up and fight a, a giant monster in one of the movies. So. Well, there we fucking so go. He's, so they actually build Godzilla a friend. Well, there we fucking go. Maybe uh, we can build uh, Gamera a friend. Yeah, maybe, maybe he gets a friend someday. <laughs> Robo yeah. Gamera. They are making a new movie, so maybe... Okay, uh, hey, yeah. I don't know if it's just a reboot or what, but I would hope that it's... Just uh, more along the crazy sort of monster fighting lines. Yeah, I and mean, that's fun stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, tons of unexpected joys from this movie. Right. My favorite, I don't know if we want to get our right to the end, but my favorite is, <laughs> my favorite moment of this movie was the fucking end of this shit. Um, end of the fight. Gamera takes Gauss. Um... And he's gonna put him in the in the fucking volcano, mm-hmm. but he doesn't just fly in and drop him or nothing. He fucking <laughs> he drags Gauss up the fucking side of it like he's Frodo going to Mount Doom, <laughs> and just like argh, argh, and they just show him fucking just struggling to drag his ass up there. And that I man, I enjoyed that so much. I was just laughing and just oh. Because he was just—it was a big struggle, and it felt like, uh, yeah, felt like he really achieved something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamera <laughs> earns his, his status there as the... taking out the fucking monster trash. <laughs> and I feel that too, where he wants a friend, and he's just these motherfuckers. <laughs> You know, maybe that's why he showed up with Baragon. He's like, oh, there's this beam of light. Cool, let's yeah, hang yeah. out. And then Baragon just freezes him. And he's like, you asshole. I just wanted to be friends. And right. And then this guy's just slicing his fucking arm right away, first time they meet. Yeah. It's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Every goddamn time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he just, he just wants a friend. And Yeah. Um, I felt like... Compared to the second one, the human stuff in this movie was less entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, because it, it, it does have that weird little side plot of the the villagers who don't want to sell their land. Yeah, like, that, I mean, it kind of went w- somewhere, but it didn't really, like, yeah, it kind of matter that much. Yeah, that could have, if it had been gone, you wouldn't have really noticed. Right, and I just... And, I don't know. Like, way, like with Baragon, if if you didn't have that jungle adventure, the, the film would have lost so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was a whole big part of that, and getting the bringing Baragon to the uh, mm-hmm. the mainland or the Tokyo or wherever wherever they're supposed to be, Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't I'd know. Say this is kind of some, something that like you see. A lot with like anime or other Japanese things is like okay. this, this kind of this conflict between uh, the the rural folk in these little villages yeah. and the the city folk. With the yeah. there seems to be a lot of that going on, just in broad terms, just of of old fashioned low tech stuff with this this coming into yeah. of, of new technology, and I think that to some extent has kind of been the story of Japan's history of, uh, you, you know, even like world war two, obviously, uh, there's that sudden technological rise of like, like Sony and stuff yeah. Like yeah. That. Well, in the post-war era. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and even prior to that, like during the war, 
uh, Japan's technology just shot through the roof oh, okay. because they were communicating with Germany as their allies, and Germany was giving them all kinds of scientific uh, data oh, okay. that they had never had access to before. Wow. Like, I guess... I mean, there was something I'd heard in like World War II that Japan started developing jet engines in World War II, and they'd based it off just a photo that the Germans had given them of wow. a prototype jet engine, and they just looked at this photo and said, okay, how do we do this? And we started wow. freaking building the damn thing, and they, wow. it was, you know, and they ran out of resources, which prevented them from doing it. But huh. they, were, they were working on that shit. There was... That makes me think of the, the Miyazaki movie, The Wind Rises. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... Where that guy was like, it's in World War II, I believe, and he's, he's yeah, designing that's kind of, planes. Yeah, and... there's... I mean, that's obviously a fictionalized thing. But right, but I think it is a real guy, yeah, I though. I think that is the guy who made the Zero Fighters. Yeah. And I th- so I think, yeah, and that's what it is. Like, they were communicating with the Germans and getting this all this uh, information and technology right. from the Germans and... And so I think that was uh, biographical. I'm pretty and, sure it was. I remember like looking it up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's been. Yeah, I haven't thought about that one in a while. But That's yeah. a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. And so, and but even prior to that, you know, you have like throughout Japan's history, you got guns getting brought in by Western traders, yeah. and just um, prior to like in the earlier parts of the 20th century, there was railroads getting established and stuff. And all of this was stuff that was not invented in Japan. It was stuff that, you know, traders from other countries had brought brought in. in. And, you know, so there was this whole thing constantly of there's this outside technology coming in and transforming the way life functions in Japan. And so there's always this, these massive shifts in Japan of, uh, jumping in technology and there's this conflict between uh, the people getting left behind in yeah. that and the people who are in the cities getting all of this stuff and living in this new life and the people who just can't or won't adapt to it right and, i don't know or don't have the access to it to do so yeah in chinese stuff like in hong kong movies and stuff there's always it's always a struggle between like the same kind of a idea where like things are being brought in that are not Chinese, mm-hmm. but it feels more like um, like they're rejecting it. Not not like there's people that accept it and are like living with the Western stuff in the same way that, where you're talking about, and then there's other people that reject it. But it seems like um, there's more of like a cultural identity to sort of remain chinese and like reject these western ideals yeah japan is a lot more accepting of it and in these japanese it's less of a matter of oh this is some foreign thing we can't let it stand and more of a fact that like some people are getting this benefit and other people aren't or maybe it's this so it's more of like an internal thing than an external thing with the with japan but there's a lot of things that do this like um like I was thinking, like Princess Mononoke, to a degree, you can see it as that as well, where you have the the guys with the guns coming, yeah, in, yeah. and the whole battle between the ironworks and the forest creatures. Yeah, this. yeah. There's this constant conflict in Japanese media of nature versus technology. Right, right. Um, I kind of think Whisper of the Heart, to a degree, has this, um, where. You've got the girl, and she's taking the song Country Roads, and she yeah. turns it into Concrete Roads because she lives in this big city, and it oh, and the Country Roads song. And so, yeah. You know, there's so she turns it into this reflection yeah, yeah. Of, of her world where she lives, and yeah, and so you so there's this constant thing. There's tons of anime I could think of, like Shiki yeah. to an extent is this as well, where you have these rural people just this, in the mountain yeah, yeah, towns, yeah. and the main. Or, quasi main character right. moves in from the big city and there's the girl who wants to go to the big city at some level it's a human thing to like right, right. fight change and all that i mean there's just you were talking about uh mononoke and it made me think of lord of the rings and basically like the tree the ants yeah, yeah are like can... fighting the the orcs right, who are right. using them and building technology and stuff and but... like fighting nature and stuff mm-hmm. And so, and just, yeah, it just seems to be with with Japanese stuff. There's always like these villagers who yeah. are in this rural town, and then there's these people other people come coming in, in yeah. and uh, there just seems to be this constant source of that. It's there's there's a little group of kind of backwater hillbilly people yeah, that yeah. are 
having trouble adapting to the world changing. Which is funny because uh, Japan is not that big. So yeah, it's it's. I like. I feel like I don't know. Like how much so more can it? The cities expand, and, and there's still like these little. From what I understand, there's really only a few metropolitan areas that's like where all the people are. Like Tokyo is by far the biggest, yeah, like, by far. And like, there's nothing like Tokyo is like New York, L.A., and San Francisco all wrapped into one. For Japan, it's like <laughs> Jesus. And then there's there's other big cities like Osaka, Osaka, and, yeah. And, but there's they're not anywhere close to what tokyo is yeah and so there's maybe a, a dozen or maybe even not even that of major metropolitan areas and then the rest of the country is just rural countryside and there's still like a bunch of people there there's people living there and stuff and they're like they're smaller towns and it's becoming more and more especially in, in anime you see this reflected um but there's like people want to move into these big cities yeah and so there's a lot of anime like that like shiki where it it's just actively going at this. Right, right. People like the towns shrinking. These rural towns are shrinking. The people are leaving. And, yeah. Uh, and partially, this is because Japan actually has negative population growth. They're actually decreasing in population over the years, not increasing. Oh, wow. And so, more of these people are moving out or just not having kids, and the population is dwindling. And the people who are around are moving into the big cities yeah. because that's where all the action is. Everybody wants to live in the big city. Well, you got to have a job. I mean, if you live in the middle of nowhere, I mean, right, what are you going to do? Right. Farm? I guess that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, be the classic uh, jobs of the day. Yeah. And and there's kind of, so there is this very big thing of that. Um, the the recent Shinkai film, Your Name, is, is all about that. Where okay. the two main characters, one is this girl from this very rural little town. Yeah. It's very traditional little Japanese town. And then the, the other, the main character is this guy from Tokyo who's, you know, and they're both. Yeah. So there's this massive, uh, thing there of she's always wanted to go to the big city and so she wakes up and is like, <laughs> oh my god, it's Tokyo. You know, she's just all yeah, freaking yeah. out like it's Tokyo. Oh my god. And, just, and, and this guy who's used to Tokyo suddenly is like, what the hell is this freaking rural? Like, yeah, what is going on? Like, so it's, yeah. there's very much this dichotomy in that right. keeps getting reflected. Um, when they cry is another one that is very big on the, just this small little rural town of very yeah. few people. Uh, there, there's a lot of just Japanese stuff that, that takes on this, uh, this issue. It's, it's just so pervasive and culturally in Japan yeah. that it, bleeds okay. into the media so often just something on their mind yeah they yeah have, it's uh, uh, constantly reflected in their stories yeah, and stuff it's cool so this this is one of the earlier examples i can think of that's in the 60s and yeah. i kind of think that this specific plot line is one that i've seen in a number of places i can't think of too many specific examples yeah well there's the, a lot of classic yeah, like the idea of the we just don't want to yeah, yeah we, oh, we don't yeah. want to sell our land to make this new whatever is getting built oh, usually yeah, like a road or something there's a lot of stuff like that Th yeah. that's a very common just plot line and yeah. specific and it's... right which is part of why it's not that interesting here because right it's just right like... it's just it's something that you've seen yeah so many times before well, and it doesn't even like they don't even go anywhere with it because right it's just they, weird. it's kind of a thing where okay we're gonna we're gonna not sell our stuff okay well now we're we're gonna move the road so whatever and then in the end, they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to move the road. So, yeah, sell your stuff. Yay. And it's just I, like, okay, that was just pointless. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of like dancing around. It was I mean, it was trying to just be about greed. Like, it was it was trying to go back to that first movie and having some deeper meaning, but yeah. not really getting there the way the yeah, first well, movie did. If there, yeah, I didn't notice anything. I mean, I, would, I guess I was just... Uh, I know. The mesmerized first time they... by the fucking fighting of the monsters because there was a fair amount of fighting in this yeah movie. yeah they did they they <laughs> duked it out uh, right like, it was like what three maybe four times the, i think at least three times they... i don't know but it was a lot yeah. yeah i remember thinking at one point like god damn this movie is just non-stop <laughs> and then right after i thought that like then there was a big stretch where they were like building the fucking blood sprayer and all that <laughs> which is enjoyable in its yeah, own way yeah. you know I liked all their little, uh, they had their little meetings, you know, oh, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and yeah. figure it out. 
Yeah, I love how the kid was just like constantly there. Like, right. just, oh, the kid just busts into this high, <laughs> like top secret planning session right. of how to stop Gauss. And <laughs> just like, oh, hi, everybody. I got this idea. Like, oh, sure, kid, come on in. <laughs> I feel like the first kid was there too and stuff like that, wasn't he? Like in the first movie? Yeah, I think there, there, there was something like that. Maybe not as. as blatant as it was in this one but yeah this one was really just like blatantly just you just bust in the door like hey i want to hear about gamera like oh hi kid sure we'll tell you about gamera yeah well and he he saves the day he contributes some great ideas yeah he's he's constantly that's another um just a um i don't know what the right word of uh i guess this uh i won't symptom kind of but that makes it sound like it's something bad but it's just like they it's a sign, I guess, of uh, this being a children's film. That yeah, the, the, the kid, kid is, is the is contributing. Thing. That yeah, he's, yeah. You know, because if you're going to make a kid's movie and then just have the kids be pointless, that. No, you know, yeah, no. That's the thing. Like, the, the Full Moon makes all those kids' movies, or they used to make all those kids' movies, and they're mm-hmm. basically just Full Moon movies with, like, a teenager as the main character. And mm-hmm. so they all have the same kind of struggles of like, oh, my fucking parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're all basically like real base level kid stuff. But it's the same shit. It's just yeah. got to have a kid at the center because otherwise a kid doesn't care. Right, right. Which isn't necessarily true, but it definitely right. helps. It's, it's it's kind of this idea that this this kid is contributing these great ideas. Right. And like thinking back to my own childhood, it was like I'm thinking, you know, your, your imagination is going like, oh, I'm going to do this great stuff. And you, yeah. you think of yourself doing these, right. These kind of things. And that's so. why a movie like the Goonies is, was such like a amazing fucking thing. Cause it's just a bunch of kids having this crazy fucking pirate ship adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. And E.T., the fucking kid meets the alien. And I right, know you right. didn't see any of these movies, but one of these days, yeah, one of these days, <laughs> I'll... You'll you'll experience um, and probably not like it because you're an adult now. <laughs> yeah, I, just <laughs> like, care. I'll just be like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I, I love how they they named him. Like I like at first, like the kids just like, and Gauss comes out and does this. And I'm like, oh, they already named him. Like there was no naming scene, and then they, immediately they all was like, why'd you call him Gauss? And I'm like, oh, this is the, like okay, yeah, yeah. Just, no, the kid just like. He said it's what he sounds like. That's yeah. The, they're like asking me, they're like, okay, I guess, like, it just kind of seemed like from the other, I was like, okay, sure, kid, we'll just call it Gauss, whatever. And I was kind of yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, well, they have kind of discovered a new species, and he's the gut first guy that saw it. And so, so <laughs> technically, he is the guy who would name yeah. the species. He's the one who discovered Gauss. He's the right. first person to see it. So he really should be naming it by you know <laughs> yeah, rules right, of right. scientific discovery of who gets to the name shit it's yeah. whoever discovers it and he kind of discovered it so yeah it's, it, <laughs> he wants to call it gauss well that that's that's its name cuz <laughs> my only thing was i don't know that the sound that gauss made really sounded like gauss like no, he it didn't, said really <laughs> and so not, not to me anyway i just kept thinking about that like what is does it sound like gauss i don't know that one didn't maybe that's not the, maybe that's not the 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 typical Gauss sound. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, it was kind of not that like, it matters, but I was right, just like right. trying I'm to figure like, it out. Okay, whatever. Like that does, eh, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it, it was. It sounded like it to the kids, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, kid ears they uh, perceive things differently. That's it's a little eardrum, so maybe it has maybe. a different uh, reverberation pattern. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but. The the key thing is this movie is fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's wild. It's, yeah, it's got tons of wild, crazy madness going on. <laughs> I also enjoyed the because Gauss is a flyer, and there's one point where he picks up uh, Gamera and flies around with him and then drops him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I just read a Terry Pratchett book that's all about a fucking turtle <laughs> that gets picked up by an eagle and just dropped places. <laughs> and in this, in that particular case, the turtle was this God reborn as a turtle. And, uh, it was supposedly this very powerful God. And then he got reborn as a turtle and nobody believes that he's a fucking turtle. And, uh, but he gets dropped in this, 
I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I could get down the rabbit hole, but there's a big like there's a big explanation of of uh, that Terry Pratchett puts out of why fucking birds grab turtles, and very specifically, um, they 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 do it and drop the turtle so that the turtle dies and it cracks their shell. And so I thought, like, this is an interesting in Gamera. Like, he's trying to crack fucking Gamera's shell with the classic sort of bird right. bird logic. And, and Gamera's just too tough for it. He's yeah. Like, oh, no. Gamera's shell is some fucking thick shit because yeah, he it, shoots that ray, yeah, the slicing ray. It doesn't do shit to the shell. No, it just, just little fireworks. Yeah, and, nothing, and Gamera man. Gamera just doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, oh. uh. I have to say, I was I was I was sad when, uh, actually, at first I was delighted when Gamera just like turns into like the wheel and he just like rolls down the hill. And, yeah, yeah. And then it, then Gauss just like bats him aside. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that would have a, a greater effect. Too. Yeah, I, th- I, I wanted that to be a more uh, useful <laughs> ability for Gamera. And, well, maybe uh, he'll level it up in the next movie. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he'll work on his rolling skills next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh well I'm I'm definitely excited for the next one. Um Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I've seen the next one either that one. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what the next one is called, but the, it looked like some kind of a fucking squid monster or something. Yeah, yeah, I kind of think I would have remembered that one if it uh <laughs> if I had seen that one before. So yeah. th- that one's probably another one I haven't seen, but well, that's fun. I mean, it, I yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to have vague memories, but it's also fun to just experience new gamma excitement. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm getting the best of both worlds here with this uh, yeah. gamma series here. Yeah. Get some fun memories and brand new adventures at the same time. <laughs> well, you could also watch the 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 mystery science theater versions now too. Yeah, I kind of I kind of do want to go back and and check them out and yeah, see what they. Uh, they probably cut out some of the human stuff in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. But. Get to all the uh, the fighting. Although I don't know, I, d- I guess it depends on what they can joke on. Yeah, kind of what what they uh, manage to do for jokes and how long the movie is anyway. If yeah, they don't yeah. need to cut out much of the movie to fit it into their that's time true, slot. That's true. That's true. Because this is an hour and a half movie anyway. Yeah, so yeah. They probably don't need to cut out all that much. Yeah, I just remember Laser Blast. They cut out a bunch, and that movie is short as shit. So hmm. it it was very uh, distressing to me uh-huh. because they actually cut out Laser Blasts. And I was just like, if you're going to cut something out, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Why would you cut out the fucking the incredible yeah. explosions? And I just I felt bad because it's like most people are probably just going to watch the movie like this and they're going to yeah. miss out on all these wonderful explosions. So maybe they cut out fucking uh, amazing camera stuff too. Yeah, Who maybe. knows? Maybe. Who knows? But the moral of the story is to watch the real movie in addition right, right. to the mystery I know at some point story. when they were putting... MSD3K out on DVD, they yeah. had it reversible, so you'd flip the disc over and it would just have the raw movie. Oh, without that's any, cool. It, it was just the movie itself. That's cool. So they, they were putting out both uh, yeah. versions to they watch. They could probably do that with like a lot of the older B-movies, because they're I'm, I imagine they're just public domain stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why a lot of uh, the movies MSD3K got. Yeah. Just because they were public okay. domain. Okay, that makes and, sense. Because they were not exactly a, a big budget production, you know, right. they couldn't fork out a lot to get the rights to whatever movie they were yeah. doing. Yeah, so. well, especially in the early days, I imagine. Yeah, so I know a lot of their movies they did were public domain. So that's cool. That's cool. I wonder they did the new one. I wonder. I don't. I didn't look and see what movies they did, but yeah, they've done. Yeah, there's the new season, which I guess is on Netflix. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then there were the weird little like spinoffs when the group kind of split. And yeah, there were there were a couple of different things like Rift Tracks was they didn't have to worry about copyright because they were just doing the their joke. Yeah, tracks. they just and then had, you had that, to kind of yeah. sync it up to the movie yourself right, and right. get the whole. So they weren't actually uh, doing any copyright infringement. Yeah, so they way. could do whatever the fuck they yeah, wanted. I, yeah, I know. I think they did the Matrix. They did some other. They did some weird ones. Yeah, and so they were doing big famous movies on that. That's um, cool. I've never partaken but uh yeah it's kind of yeah msg3 like i I have these fond memories of it It was never something i like 
pursued the way like i didn't have this huge like yeah. fan okay of obsession with it or something I, I would watch them and enjoy them but they were never like a major major thing that it was just like i gotta watch msd3k like it was <laughs> i wasn't one of the hardcore fans it was just like oh msd3k is on cool um right on you know so it, it wasn't a huge thing for me but it was a memorable thing obviously yeah yeah so. well it, it laid the seed of gamera <laughs> it, it did it did it, it exposed me to giant japanese monster movies yeah i don't think i've I would have seen any other way. At the, I wouldn't have gotten yeah. into them. I don't think otherwise. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's they weren't everywhere. I'm not that they're everywhere now, but like, yeah, I mean, you kind of like, feel like you it's knew more what they of were, a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like they were well known, but they were well known in, in kind of like a joke way of just for like, sure. Yeah, like no, it's just yeah. this stupid monster. Like they were you. Nobody would, and as a kid, I certainly wouldn't have absorbed it any other way as just like a some something stupid to make right. fun of. As oh, it's a shitty movie, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have MST3K introduce it was really the only way to right, right, get to it in a way that you wouldn't just scoff at it. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, even with MST3K, you were kind of scoffing at it, but you were yeah, you know, yeah, and actually enjoying the experience and making it memorable in a way that if I'd just seen the movie itself, it might've just been something that I dismissed as in, in youth. And right. Like the, the, you have the one memory of killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. But and maybe any... if you saw, if there was like a Mr. Science theater version, maybe, maybe it would have like, maybe I would have sunk uh, down in your yeah, brain a little maybe better. I would have remembered it more and, and been a little <laughs> more uh, entranced by it. Yeah, perhaps in a way that, we will never know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anything else about Gamera? Let me see if I wrote anything down. I mean, I wrote a bunch of stuff down, but I think we talked about it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the movie is mostly just like, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I hit everything. Surprisingly. Yeah, I remembered everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It was yeah. fucking great. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I'll, I'll say I, I liked the lava flow. Oh yeah, so it, that was cool. It was, yeah, that like, was just a cool little effect yeah, of the yeah. lava flowing down the hillside. Yeah, where I, camera was like, yeah, hands down. There's just I liked lava that flow. a yeah, lot that was, as that well. Really cool. Yeah, and I I wanted to say that the the cool thing about the song was not just that it was a, a cool song, but it was the fucking greatest hits of Gamera, like from oh, the, yeah, yeah. all they, three movies. They, they like kept flashing back to the previous. Yeah, you got to see and... fucking Barogun and yeah, uh, that was that was nice and exciting. Yeah. And like yeah, it was super fun. It was like yeah, and fucking just with these, Gamera with these kids just singing all cheerfully <laughs> over Gamera biting <laughs> Barogun's neck and dragging him <laughs> like. Arr! Yeah. It's definitely. I mean, it reminds you, and it, uh, it endears Gamera to you, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm fucking ready for the next one already. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I've if I had more time, I might have just been tempted to just watch <laughs> the next one right oh, away. Man. Wow. <laughs> we would have had to just roll right into it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I would have. Yeah. I know I had because yeah. I was thinking like you had the DVD and I didn't have that luxury, but I also had the same DVD and so, could have yeah. also done that. But um, yeah. anyway, uh, we will do that eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one. <laughs> it will happen. All right. Anything else? I don't know. I think I'm yeah. pretty uh, done yeah, with the Gamera. Yeah, it's just, it's Gamera. It's fun. Yeah, Gamera's awesome. Continue uh, watching along if you are watching along. Mm-hmm. Uh I keep forgetting to say, if you have any feedback, send in some feedback. Um, I always just assume, like, yeah, people know, but... Uh, maybe maybe they don't. I feel like there, there's... I've, I've put it up on iTunes since then and all that stuff, so I feel like there's probably some new people. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but we accept feedback. We like to Yeah, uh, send in some feedback, feedback and so. we can fucking, I don't know, talk so, around yeah. it. Yeah, if you, if you didn't know, we... Yeah. Like having feedback. So. <laughs> <laughs> so send it in, and uh, until next time, uh, 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 I will spin off <laughs> as I fly away, uh, enjoying myself like Gamera, and say adios. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
like the night you play tricks when you're trying to be quiet. Yes, it here stranded, though we're doing our best to deny it. From the opposite loft In this room the heat pipes they carve The country music station plays soft But there's nothing, really nothing to, to turn off 